0: Twelve hands in a row, Duke. You son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your
1: host, the Big Silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie. Alpha. 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 Yeah, Dukes. Charlie Hotel Alpha Delta here, Duke. Dig it. There, but for the grace of God, it <laughs> me. Where the
0: nickel-sized hail and the damage can win. win we rolled over new york never let us back in we blew out the lights kick the windows in and when the law showed up said they're gonna have to take us in they're scared of my music
2: tell you what i'm scared of uh well thank you to the pie tasers by the way for the theme song for the chad duke show the fact that we have theme songs from Reverend Paint's Big Damn Band and the Pie Taster shows you the caliber of program you are dealing with here. I'll tell you what I'm scared of, Tor. I, um, I had a uh, conversation today with um, a gentleman that I know that works in the radio industry. I don't speak for you, of course. I, I can't tell you how grateful I am to have this show and to not be inside of that monster. Uh, it's just... It's the first 30 minutes of Saving Private Ryan, radio is right now, and I'm sure a lot of people are making a great living and it's doing fine, but the horror that I heard about, I'm like, oh my god, Uh, it's just, it's absolutely terrible, and you know me, Tor, I'm not one of these guys, people have been saying boxing is dead, horse racing's dead, radio's dead, well no, it all exists, it's all just fine, Uh, it'll find its place, but it is definitely changing, and I don't know where it's going to lead, but that's a tough industry to be in my friend i'm gonna need some of that skinny after this i'll give it to you i'll <laughs> give it to you we got long right out of the personal after this welcome everybody to the chat duke show thank you so much for listening i've bumped into a couple of people including an officer friendly out in leesburg who said hey i only listen to the free show all right no problem that's fine appreciate you listening uh <laughs> I can only tell you this is just a taste. If you do decide to take that big plunge, and I, a bunch of people reached out to me today and said, hey, I was checking out the free show, and I signed up for your OnlyFans. And I was like, what does that mean? Oh, you subscribed to the oh. show. <laughs> now you get the nudes. Now you get the nudie <laughs> pics. Yeah, ChadDukeShow.com. You can subscribe. to a daily show. We have done, as Tor did the legwork last night and found out, we have done six Bonus shows in a row, so that means for six weeks in a row, we've dropped a bonus show on the subscribers. In addition to what they get for subscribing, just as a thank you. And uh, I was worried toward that we weren't doing enough for them. And I have so many people saying, "Oh, I'm trying to get caught up. I'm trying to get caught up." We're making with the content over on the Chad Duke Show.
3: Yeah, that's six, excluding all of the Hoot Nanny audio. Uh, oh, that's that, that right. I forgot about that
2: Sundays. Yeah, of course. The Friday Night Hootenanny, which we do on Facebook uh, live each and every Friday night, uh, those go up for the subscribers audio-wise. That's the only place you can re-listen to the Hootenanny. Uh, Thank you for joining the show. We are presented by Monk's Barbecue in Percival, and we are driving out to Monk's Barbecue in Percival as soon as this show is concluded. Tor, you are, this sounds gross, but you're popping your cherry. We're going out there for your first run at Monk's, um, and I know you to be a gentleman that could put down some food do you have a strategy for your first trip? Because there's a lot we need to accomplish in a very little amount of time.
3: I'm going to do my best to limit fillers, so, so carbs. But that that means I'll probably only have one little. Their fillers pretty good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm A little skeptical. I'll have. I'll definitely have one piece of that cornbread with the custard in it. You got to try it because I have. No, I, I, I. It's come here with the Boss Hogs before, and Ant Man always eats all of it. So I have to sometimes. <laughs> stash away one square that's of corn so bread sad I, we have to hide
2: food from ant-man is that where we're at now you remember when he asked monk if he's got any cornbread in his truck like he just drives around with it in his truck what a dum-dum you got uh, any on ya? you got any on ya, monk i'm don't run out uh by the way he's coming up with his own item to imbibe for the hoot nanny on friday so or, or later on today whenever it is. so i'm looking forward to that um You got to try a little bit of the mac and cheese, too. I know you're saying no carbs, but you got to try it. And the dirty rice is great. You know what? I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to let you do. go with your gut. Okay. Um, So today, this show, if you're just uh, tuning in, uh, this basically is uh, a taste of what we do during the week. We put it up for free so you guys can know what we're doing. And again, again, if the only way you listen to the show is this, God bless you. Appreciate you checking out the show. Uh, if you want to like us on Facebook we do free streams every Friday night live shows at facebook.com slash Chad Duke show and of course we're on Instagram at uh, Chad Duke show follow all that stuff that's another free way for you to support what we're doing here and all of that is appreciated but uh, just know that after that conversation today Jesus Christ you people that subscribe to the show on a weekly basis I appreciate the ever the mother loving hell out of you the melon farming hell out of you so thank you very much thank you to TLC auto detail. My guy, Dave, owns TLC Auto Detail. I've been friends with him for years. Uh, I've been a client of his for years. He's advertised on my shows for years, and it's a great relationship. It's Just the best in the area. If you're in the D.C. area, Northern Virginia area, it's worth the drive. Wherever you're coming from, he's going to do a splendiferous job. Uh, Not only is the detailing. I'm getting my uh, Explorer detailed, actually, this upcoming week. Um, He just does such a wonderful job. He can work on cars, trucks, SUVs, vintage, new, whatever you got. But right now, uh, we have... We had a day where Tor and I admitted that already uh, the the swamp ass was starting up. I don't know if Tor admitted it, but I'm admitting it right now. It's going to be warm. And he does a great job with the window tint. You want a little more privacy. You want high-quality ceramic window tint to add that privacy. Also, keep the interior of your car cool all summer long, baby. Like Kid Rock, who, of course, has a grimy voice, as we learned on Thursday's (laughs) episode from Young Tor. Um, you want to go to TLC Auto Detail, here's what you do. Go to at TLC Auto Detail on Instagram. They got a beautiful Instagram, uh, lots of cool cars on there, at TLC Auto Detail or TLCAutoDetail.com. When you visit them, mention the Chad Duke Show, and you will get a special discount off whatever service you get. And many thanks to Dave and all of our wonderful sponsors. All right. This week, tour, first of all, did you see Cam Newton got re-signed by the the, the New England Boston Patriots? Yeah, yeah I- I think that says more mm-hmm. about the quarterback market than it does about anything going on there. Um, and I saw that on top of that, that Brady got another year extension as well. So I don't
3: know. Um, are you surprised they'll be back with Belichick? They seem to. Have, I mean, they seem to like each other at least. I, I think they're going to give it a real run this year when they have when they don't have. I don't know how many players it was. Six players that have opted out last year. Does that six, seem
2: more embarrassing. Starters. Uh, what the, the people that opted out.
3: It, it, it's. It, I wouldn't call it embarrassing, but I'd be like, y- look what they did last year. They were able to do it, and now, we're, now they're definitely going to do it this they year. Had a fantastic
2: like, season last year. Yeah.
3: So I mean, the NFL's always going to persevere. It, they just will. They'll find. Sure. They'll find a way. Um, but they're going to give Cam a real run. I'm assuming with their starters, they're going to get weapons. But I don't know. Tom Brady was throwing to Kemble Tompkins in for game winners against the Saints. Yeah. Like, like they They just. It's about the quarterback. Cam needs to play well, rehab.
2: He does, but I do think you're right on a couple ways. First of all, I don't think it's embarrassing they opted out. Some people were saying that online, but I think that I think maybe some of those guys would have made a different choice, you know, with the benefit of hindsight. And that team probably would have been more competitive if they had some of those players. Um, full off season tour, full off season to work with Josh McDaniels. He's not going anywhere. Uh Bill Belichick. And the chemistry is there. Like clearly, Cam Newton likes Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick likes Cam Newton. And I think that's really important. Um, I I think this says more. I think Cam can probably play well in New England. He did for a couple of games. I think they relied too much on his legs at this point in his career. But I think it really does say more about it is absolutely desperate for quarterbacks out there. And I, and I think we're seeing that They're Taylor Heineke is going to get a chance to start based on you know one good game here in Washington D.C. and people are jacked up about it. It's so hard to get a quarterback. Sam Darnold. I think we all believe Sam Darnold is probably a good quarterback. He might not be on his team this year. I mean, look at the guys. You're taking shots on 39-year-old Phillip Rivers. I mean, you look at the compensation that went from Matt Stafford. You know, like you're seeing these quarterbacks. People are absolutely desperate. They're seeing the final four from last year. They're seeing Tom Brady go into the right situation and continue to flourish. And I think it's like, look, if we don't have a pick in the top three or we don't have a guy that's a franchise guy coming off a rookie deal that we're going to lock up, we, we've got to do the the best we can and Cam Newton might be the best they got especially in the second year so I was a little bit a little bit surprised by that but but not as much I guess as other people in uh, the Brady extension we talked about that earlier in the um, the week on this show as well be interested to see Juju Smith-Schuster um, he came out and said he ain't coming back to Pittsburgh basically on social media today I don't know if you saw that that's very interesting to considering what we've already seen from the wide receiver market and guys getting tagged and guys that you thought were going to be available. You know, I've been beating the drum for Allen Robinson here in Washington for a year that uh, he's not going to be available. A lot of these guys are going to be available. Chris Godwin gets tagged down in Tampa Bay. This guy, even after coming off of two less than stellar seasons in Pittsburgh, granted one, he was hurt. um, He is going to get a lot of looks, especially if it's a situation where teams that think that they're one weapon away from competing are willing to overpay. That's a situation I'm definitely going to monitor.
3: Of course, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster kind of reminds me of Terry McLaurin. Though they play uh, their style of play, they score. They both score a bunch of touchdowns. They both can make physical uh, catches. If they paired up, I w- It would be. It would be like uh, Pierre Garcon and um, who was the other receiver? Reggie Wayne. Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. I thought it was. Who was? Uh, w- uh, when uh, whatever that year was, when they played the Saints in the Super Bowl. It wasn't T. Y. Hilton. No, it was too early. I but think it was Reggie Wayne. It might have been Reggie Wayne. Yeah, those two. It, it, they. It would remind me of that duo. Not as good as Harrison and Wayne, but. Garcon and Wayne, I could see that.
2: Terry's so impressive to me. I mean, yeah. he, I, he has been. I mean, it's, I'm one of a billion Redskins fans who jumped on his bandwagon. I uh, mean, Washington football team fans that jumped on his bandwagon immediately. But I can't imagine him with, like, a legit number two receiver. And look, I, I thought Logan Thomas emerged that red zone threat last year, and it was tremendous for them. But I'm talking about a legit number two where we can't just double Terry put somebody up top to watch him every single time he's out there and by the way still produced each and every week subpar quarterback play the entire time he's been here guy's an absolute stud I'd love to get him some reinforcements um even though it looks like Washington's one of the the youngest most talented teams in the division right now which is exciting and we'll get to some of that. John McClain will be on the show today. You'll hear from him. He's absolutely tremendous, one of my favorite guests that I've had on any show that I've done, and unfortunately for him, he's also going to be on an episode where we are going to give you um, the body mass index, uh, the BMI, which, of course, is the food segment that we do each and every week, but, Tor, unfortunately, uh, the gentleman that we bring in to help out with that is named Ant-Man, and uh, he has Well, how much time do you have? He has some medical problems, is the way that I would put it, and uh <laughs> If you are at all squeamish about any of the butt stuff, I would probably have your hand on that fast forward 15 second button on your little iPod (laughs) player right there. But he is a hot mess, isn't he, Tor? I, I, seriously, some of the hardest laughs I've had since we've started the show, whatever we are, nine weeks in, um, during that segment where we're talking about him going in to get a colonoscopy.
3: What he said no grease food, it's just, I mean, he just opens up the door. for No grease for con- food. For content on content. What about when the doctor
2: said, cancel my back nine, I've got to worry about Ant-Man's back nine? <laughs> Nurse, bring over another gurney. There's um. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a little gross. It's a little juvenile, but uh, it's, I, seriously, if if Tor and I are laughing our asses off while the segment's going on, I hope some of you are as well. Uh, so we'll get to that. Let's start with John McClain. You are listening to the Chad Dukes Show, ChadDukesShow.com.
3: The Chad Dukes Show merchandise store is up and running. So click the Shop tab on ChadDukesShow.com for show t-shirts and koozies.
2: It is the Chad Duke Show. Very excited to be joined on Aubrey, the Brenco Solutions Hotline by one of my favorite people in the business. Of course, columnist for the Houston Chronicle. He hosts radio, multiple cities. The gentleman has so many irons in the fire. He should be a blacksmith and a thespian. Look, uh, Google his IMDb. You will be impressed. My guy, Mr. John McClain, joins us on the Chad Duke Show. John, thank you so much, sir. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, Chad. Thank you for having me. I hope you're doing very well. Staying
2: safe. Um, We don't have any choice. Luckily, have you had your inoculation? Have you gotten your vaccine yet, sir?
0: I've had my two vaccines. I had the second one a month ago, and uh, I feel so much better still being very careful. I live in Texas where our governor has had a mask off mandate, which has driven most of the politicians and medical experts crazy, but I I still wear my mask and I still socially distance. It's held me for almost a year, and I'm not getting away from it. Well,
2: I'm glad you are healthy, my friend. That is the uh, the moral of the story. And appreciative. I know it must have been. I mean, John, I feel like every time I talk to you, one of the conversations we have is like, I, you know, Houston's a big town. It's a top media market in this country. But I never thought it would be the epicenter of the sporting world. And from baseball to basketball to now football, it seems to be that. Uh, wh- what has it been like to, to work in that burgle while this is going on?
0: First of all, going back to uh, Mike Fires' revelation to the athletic that the Astros were – banging on trash cans during their 2017 season when they won the first World Series, only World Series in Houston history. That created a local and national controversy that raged for a year. And then uh, James Harden wanted out of Houston. He didn't think the Rockets could win. It was a, a futile situation. He uh, told them he wanted to be traded. He wanted to be traded to the Nets. And they didn't trade him. And then he showed up late, showed up out of shape. He didn't play hard. Then he blasted his team, walked off the Zoom set, and the next day got traded to the Nets. And then George Springer, one of the best players in Astros history and a fan favorite, one of my favorites, good player, great guy, great in the community. We knew he was gone. You can't pay everybody. They paid Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman. It really came down to Springer or Correa. Correa is five years younger, and so we're hoping they don't lose him next year. So Springer signed with the Blue Jays for 150 mil guaranteed, so everybody wished him the best. And then Deshaun Watson caught everybody off guard a week after regular season, ended only a week after we talked to him on Zoom, and he didn't give any indication he wanted to be traded, just that he was frustrated and unhappy. With losing when they went from four division titles in five years, including a 10 and 6 record, a playoff victory over Buffalo. They choked that 24 0 lead at Kansas City in the divisional round of the playoffs. And then last season, they go 4 and 12 and have one controversy after another. And he has still not spoken publicly. All we know is he wants to be traded. A lot of speculation about why. But it's reached a point now where I think they should trade him because nothing good is served by forcing him to stay out, lose over twenty million dollars, and for play instead of playing for a team, he does not want to play for it. And I say, why do you want to make a guy who is miserable? at the most important position on a team, why do you want to try to force him to play? And, Chad, we see teams cut players under contract all the time, Mm -hmm. and this is a case where a player wants to cut the team while he's under (laughs) contract.
2: We're going to see – we're seeing more and more of that as well. Um, I want to get to you on that. I want to get to you on the piece that you wrote about a potential – quarterback swap uh in this scenario Let, let's start with what's freshest though if you don't mind john we get the franchise tag today for dak prescott we thought maybe that could happen but it comes after the monster deal uh he's gonna make all the money everybody thought uh he's going to do it in four years so when pat mahomes still has all those years left on his contract dak's gonna be able to go for a kirk cousins like round two um it sounds like he wins uh the cowboys caved in is it as easy as that are, are the, your gut reaction to now that you've had a little bit of time to, to think about it how are you digesting this deal
0: first thing I thought about on Dak Prescott after his third year 2018 I believe they should have signed him to an extension but he wanted too much money and if they had signed into that extension after the 2018 season or the 2019 season, they probably could have saved 10 million a year. Now he got 1 million more than Deshaun Watson. And remember, when you get a four-year extension, that's in contract was up. Watson had two years left, so Watson's extension doesn't go into effect until 2022, when his base salary jumps from 10.5. To 35 million, which is one reason he can't sit out this entire season because his contract would toll. So at some point, he's going to report so he'll get credit for the season as far as his contract, even though he's going to be fined and not be paid for all those games he misses. And we've calculated that is over 20 million. But Dak had him over a barrel. If he had not agreed, and he had signed that franchise tender, they would have to cut players and restructure contracts to make it fit. So he made that work for him. And he'll be, I think he's 28 now, 28 to 930 the one. So when he's 32 years old, he'll sign a new one or they'll sign him to another extension. And the way quarterbacks want to play into their 40s now, he may sign two or three more extensions, just like Watson's 25. Now tell people, hey, by the time he's approaching 40, like Drew Brees and Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers and uh, and Tom Brady, he may be making $250 million by then, based on what we've seen and how much the TV money keeps going up in the NFL. So I thought it was a great deal for the Cowboys. Thought it was, we know it was a great deal for Dak Prescott, and this just tells you the Ravens are waiting. They need to get Lamar Jackson signed. He'll make more than Prescott. Cardinals better not wait till the last year on Kyler Murray because more deals would have been done. I'm assuming Russell Wilson will get a, an extension. Darren Rodgers will get an extension. So if you don't sign those guys this offseason when the cap's gone down, but it's, you write it in a way where when the cap goes up next year, it will be less painful. You better get these guys signed. The earlier, the better.
2: I think you're right. And, I, and I mean, the one thing we've talked about this so many times, John, it's – it's what looks to be unbearable. Like I remember when Alex Smith got traded for and signed by Washington. Everybody said, "Oh my God, this money you pay!" It looked like a pittance, you know. And with this television deal that's about to come down the pike, and the cap going to where it's going to be, it's always going to look more favorable, at least in recent, you know, what's going to happen in the near future, than than what it would normally look like. Even though you think it's a pile of money. Right now, I, I think specifically with quarterbacks, I don't know about, for, you know, for Aaron Jones or any of these other players, they're going to be out there looking for deals that means that much for, but certainly for quarterbacks, you're absolutely right.
0: Quarterbacks, cornerbacks, offensive tackles and pass rushers, the mm. outside guys. Although with quarterbacks getting rid of the ball so quick now, if you got an interior pass rusher who can get to the quarterback and force him get rid of the ball, to me, they're just as valuable as an outside rusher and you know these contracts that look like there's so much you know when aaron Rodgers signed it was a record russell wilson it was a record you wonder where does it end and one thing i can tell you this year cap's probably going to be about 183 million which is eight more than the floor of 175 most agents will do those deals where they have low cap figures this year and the big ones start when the cap goes way back up next year and if I'm a veteran who's been cut and I'm not over I'm not 30 years old I'm looking for a one-year deal I'm banking if I'm in a good system with a coach I like with a team that has a chance to go to the playoffs I'm kind of like Shaq Barrett two years ago for Tampa didn't do squat at Denver gets there and has 19 sacks I'm banking on myself playing really well this season and then cashing in in 2022 when things return to normal
2: um as far as things returning to normal i i don't know if things can be normal in houston when two of your three biggest superstars end up in the desert with the arizona cardinals specifically one of them uh looking like the best receiver in all of football last year um The business with Deshaun Watson, I I think we all know that's the biggest story now that, you know, some of these quarterbacks have already fleshed themselves out. The big golf trade with staff or Dak Prescott has got his money. Um, You know, this is going to be the next big mystery. You – a lot of speculation came on Twitter after this took place, but it's different when it happens on Twitter where no one means anything and everyone fantasy books. And then when you start talking about it in one of your columns – Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson. We started talking about this after you did. The one part of it that you really pointed out that I thought made a lot of sense, John, is, hey, this is a rookie deal you're dealing with here. This is the most desirable thing in all of a sport. And by the way, it's a quarterback that can play. Um, you know, it, it, would that make it a one player versus one player binary scenario or something or like that to take place? T- take me through a scenario where you think something like that would be possible.
0: Well, first of all, I wrote that because the pipeline is flowing between Houston and Phoenix. Certainly and It's not. not just DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt. Defensive coordinator Vance Joseph was here for three years during J.J. Watt's first three seasons. He played a big role. Cornerback Jonathan Joseph was here for all of Watt's career and Hopkins except uh, last season, and he's there defensive end Angelo Blackson started on the line two years with Watt. He's there. So that pipeline is flowing. So I said, you know what? Instead of trading with the Jets and getting like Zach Wilson from BYU and saying, okay, this is our franchise quarterback, or trading with the Dolphins if the GM Nick Casario thought last year, scouting for New England, that Tua tonga was a franchise quarterback. You, you've got to market the team. And right now, I wrote for Monday. The Texans' credibility is at an all-time low, and it is. And so, if you traded, say, Watson for Murray, and the and right away, Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Kine, Michael Bidwell, they'd say, "No way, we're trading Kyler." But they would be doing their team a disservice if they didn't listen, because Watson's a better quarterback. Watson's a top five quarterback. Murray's a top ten. Murray's been in the league. Two years, Watson's been in seven, eight, nine, going into his fifth year. Watson's been to three Pro Bowls, so Murray is not on a level with Watson. Plus, Watson's under contract through 2025. Kyler Murray's going to get more than him, I'm guessing, next year at this time. And so you got him one year on a rookie contract, but you could end up biting you in the butt. But no way the Texans would do that straight up. They'd have to throw in some other pick. And this is something I believe, too, that Murray would say to his dad, Kevin, who played quarterback at Texas A&M, was a hell of a quarterback and is, is very close with his son, has played an instrumental role in him getting where he was. He'd say, Dad, if Deshaun didn't want to play there so bad, he's willing to risk $20 million in fines to get out. Why would I want to play there? Call the A's. Hmm. And then he, and he could go play an outfield for Oakland. Yeah, but how
2: much money? I mean, he'd he'd have to give back a pile if he went and did that, though, right? I mean, they'd be right. Oh, ra-
0: he would, and I'm I'm making a joke about it. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe he wouldn't want to come here. People say, well, he could come back to Texas. Well, he's in, from the Metroplex, and he can fly from Phoenix on a private plane as quick as he can drive from Houston to his family's home. So uh, I have no idea what he would think. But it just makes sense trading two great young quarterbacks instead of going for unproven guys. But uh, I'm guessing Watson certainly wouldn't invoke his no-trade clause to be reunited with Hopkins and Watt.
3: Uh, Hey, John, uh, Tor here. I'm wondering, uh, because recently we just saw Allen Robinson get franchise tagged, and he was probably the most lucrative wide receiver uh, on the market uh, this season, and the Bears – They've been rumored around all types of quarterback situations and possibilities. I know they have the 20th pick, and that's not that desirable for this year's crop and draft class. Uh, So right now, after re-signing Robinson, and you got Cohen coming back, and you got Montgomery in the backfield, the offense is not terrible, but I can't imagine that Trubisky is going to last that long in the season. So who do you think they're really going to make this push for coming up here?
0: Well, they're not getting Deshaun Watson, and they're not getting Russell Wilson. Why would those guys – want to go to Chicago, where there's a good chance that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace will be gone after next season. And there's you can't get a quarterback out of that deal. And the Texans, I tell Carolina, Denver, they have the eighth and ninth pick. San Francisco has the 12th. Bears have the 20th. Texans aren't trading Sean Watson to one of those teams. They got to have a franchise quarterback in return. And the only way you can do that is talk for Kyler Murray, or take the second overall pick from the Jets, and you get a pick of any quarterback other than Trevor Lawrence. Or if Nick Casario, like to the tongue of Iloa, coming out of Alabama last year, then get him included in a deal. But everybody else, if they tried, if they didn't get a franchise quarterback, and that they could at least sell to the public. This is the guy we believe in and plan to develop instead of, say, A.J. McCarron or Andy Dalton or Cam Newton or a guy like that. They're not going to sell any tickets here.
2: Would, would you, if you were Washington, John, and we're jumping all over the place, would you trade the 19th pick if that's all it took to get Allen Robinson out from Chicago?
0: 19th pick for Allen Robinson. This is such a deep Class of wide receivers. It is a deep draft of wide receivers. I don't like paying at wide receivers unless they are game changers and there's very few of them. Robinson's been really good with Jacksonville. He's been really good with the Bears. He's yet to play with a quarterback. To me, Washington should do everything it can to try to get a better quarterback situation hmm. and worry about a wide receiver in free agency or the draft. But I sure wouldn't spend it for Allen Robinson.
2: Wow! So you don't you don't like just handing the ball to Taylor Heineke and saying, "Hey, you're our starter because you had a good game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers."
0: Yeah, people forget every time I was watching Heineke last year, nobody remembered that he played for the Texans.
2: <laughs> so you've had an eyeful of him. Um,
0: it was a it was a cup of coffee and that coffee spilled on it no. and he was gone. <laughs>
2: Don't tell that to people around here. People around here are drinking the Kool-Aid for sure like they were with Colt Brennan and everybody else that's come through town that can throw a football. Uh, It is uh, Sports Radio 610 in Houston, all over the place on the radio. Uh, I would follow him on Twitter. I do for timely NFL information. McLean underscore on underscore NFL. And of course, for the Houston Chronicle as well. The gentleman is incredibly busy this time of year and all times year. Really appreciate the time. Mr. John McLean on the Chad Duke Show. John, thank you so much for the time, brother. Really appreciate it.
0: It is my pleasure. Thank you very much. Good luck to the Washington football team, of whom my wife is a diehard fan, and she wants to see them win another division title and kick the Cowboys' butts. Like that. Thank you.
2: Like that. Thank you so much, John. Oh, shit. There he goes. John McLean, everybody, on the Brinko Solutions Hotline. It is the
3: Chad Duke Show. You can always donate to the Chad Duke Show using the donate tab on ChadDukeShow.com. You'll help us keep improving the product, and you'll earn yourself a verbal nod on the next episode. We thank you for your support, friendos. This is the Body Mass Index on The Chad Duke Show.
2: It's touch a go there for a minute because, of course, this was a big week for Ant-Man. Um, not only is he fighting uh, hepatitis, uh, which I believe is not some Greek mythical creature. It's killing him. <laughs> Uh, But he also, this is the week he was going to have his cornhole piped out uh, with the colonoscopy and the fist-sized hemorrhoid, and uh, we didn't know that you'd live through it, Ant-Man, but here you are in all of your glory. Quick update, we got the new cord for the Final Fight Machine. It's still broken. (laughs) So if anybody that, I got a couple of messages from people that say they work on arcade games. Uh, If you would like to come take a look at this thing, I'm, I'm prepared to give it until this time next week before it goes down into the dumpster. Hello, Ant-Man. How are you, buddy?
1: Hey, Chad. How are you doing, bud? How you feeling? I feel, I feel pretty uh You just knocked over repressed. your vape there, I know. yeah. Um, uh, I I got to say, the worst part of the whole colonoscopy was the prep.
2: Everyone always says that. Um, it wasn't pleasant when I did it, but it maybe just because I have so much diarrhea, uh, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal either.
1: It, it wasn't even that part that bothered me. After I started doing the, the drink every 15 minutes, the eight ounces or whatever, yeah, I literally started having like chills and just felt awful for like an hour. And, right. then, and then it went away, but man, I have never spent that. I mean, I spend a lot of time in the bathroom. You do spend that a lot was of time. A in lot there. of time.
2: But you're also the princess in the pee. So, like, if there's any discomfort whatsoever, you generally don't handle it all that well.
1: Yeah, I don't handle any. Hence
2: well. the the, <laughs> the socks halfway down my leg. I'm going back to bed. Um, well, I'm glad you made it. But that's a good message to give people. Like, it's not. I know it's nerve wracking leading up yeah. to it because you're going under and they're going into your butt and you're having a bunch of diarrhea. So there's nothing about it. You're like, I'd like to do this over a weekend sometime. Yeah, but it is. I, I feel like lots of dudes are like, No, I'm just not doing it. It's on the scale of I've had I had more horrible things go happen to me during a physical, you know, at a doctor's office than anything that happened during the colonoscopy.
1: Yeah, the colonoscopy itself was was pretty smooth. I honestly. Didn't feel like... It wasn't like afterwards I felt like somebody probed me. Like, you just feel... You feel... I woke up. So this is what's crazy. I... Of course, my drug history is is well known. And my veins are completely shot in my arm. So... The poor nurse had to put the IV into my foot, into my ankle.
0: What? Yeah,
1: because I I have no veins in my arms, dude. And they couldn't do it in my neck. How do your
2: arms exist if you don't have any veins?
1: Well, I do, but they're like all scarred over or they're so tiny and, and, you know, have such bad issues that they can't put them in there. Did you suggest your dick? No, I should have. Did you say, hey, just
2: shoot it into my dick for one time for the old time's sake?
1: (laughs) Um, And I'm glad I didn't because this is what happened. All right. So we go back, and the doctor's talking to me, and I know he's just distracting me while, while they're about to knock me out because they've got me positioned. And they got you up on your side? Yeah. By the way, that ain't that's kind of embarrassing, too. <laughs> it is.
2: How, how many blankets did they have to use for your ass? Uh, uh,
1: I, I couldn't count after two. <laughs>
2: uh, nurse, could you stitch together some more blankets, please? Mr. Pizzo is coming in.
1: Yeah. And when, when I got off the scale and I saw her reach to nurse, the bottom. Nurse, clear my schedule. Look at the size of his ass. <laughs> When when they were giving me my so gown the blankets themselves. Yeah. Cancel my back
2: cancel my back nine. Have you seen this back nine?
1: <laughs> when, when they weighed me in. Nurse get a second
2: stretcher for his other butt cheek, for God's sakes. He's gonna take down the whole floor. Oh god. Jesus, that's a big ass. Was any of that stuff said?
1: Uh I hope not. It probably okay. was. They waited till you went under. Yeah. They're nicer. For sure. Um, There's just so much material here, but when they went to give me so the much gown. material in that blanket God, too, they used to be like, <laughs> <laughs> God. Look at all
2: this material in this blanket. We have to use to cover this ass.
1: Um, <laughs> come on, hey, You knew some of this was gonna happen. Oh, I did. So when I go to get the gown, she literally—it's literally like small, medium, large—and I just see her go to the bottom. There's no tag, so I know oh, that no. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I've—I've I've gone past all the sizes yeah. of gowns, and this is for mythical creatures that walk right. through the door. That's right. We had to—we had to give a killer whale a, a sonogram once.
2: We use this for them. It's a very modest killer whale.
1: So, uh, who's a youth? <laughs> I'm a puke so all that is you know whatever
2: do they have so, a gown that fits your ass I mean, my, I mean everyone's ass hangs out of the
1: back of a gown like what is it like for you this gown was so big i could wrap around <laughs> you me. should have taken it with you
2: can <laughs> i, I, I take have. this with me for saturdays and
1: sundays <laughs> I you uh, like to be comfortable i do it would have been amazing <laughs> um so they, she she says that she's going to give me the anesthesia right but I had to like I had to stand up out of the wheelchair to get onto the table because like I couldn't walk from my prep room to the operating room cuz I had the IV in my foot. It was in your foot? It was in well in my ankle like right here right by where the where your Ankle bends. So do
2: you have to tell them, hey,
1: I've shot heroin for 10 years or whatever. I don't have any veins left. As soon as she looked at me at my arm, she goes, oh, you're going to be a problem, aren't you? And I said, good luck. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Good luck. Good luck to you. You're the one that's <laughs> yeah. getting stuck over and over again. And she she literally said, I'm going to go get Miss uh, the nurse's name. She gets paid the big bucks <laughs> that lady came Deal in. with people like you. And she goes, all right, so we're not going to go in your arms, so we're going to go in your foot. And I was like, all right. I mean, that's where they take blood normally from. Is it really? Yeah. Either my that's going to hurt. My neck, if they can't find anything. Your neck? Yeah. My neck and my back. <laughs> <laughs> but so I guess when I was getting onto the table, the IV came out. So when she first went to push the anesthesia in, my foot felt like it was getting torched with a flame. I mean, oh, really? it was burning and then your
2: foot was burning
1: yeah and i just hear the doctor go man have some dead toes that iv <laughs> that iv might not be in she twisted my ankle and then i woke up <laughs> oh really yeah. dude that was the bit with me i love that bit does it make you feel better about dying uh if it, if i die like that i'll be so
2: happy i don't Tor, have you ever been put under yeah i have it i swear to god i feel better about dying because you're like you're just talking and then all of a sudden it's over yeah and you're like oh this is this is just gonna be what <laughs> yeah. it is like i don't have to worry
1: about this when I when I remember
2: I, waking up and being like, oh, I can't believe I woke up.
3: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I literally woke up and I like I kind of like sat up a little bit and the nurse just sees me sit up and she goes, and The girl collapse, ca- just calm down, you're okay. And I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Cinnabons! <laughs>
2: Hey Ant- 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 man I yeah. was getting mad texts from you mm-hmm. while you were going through the process, because you have to fast before you get a colonoscopy. Oh, it's awful. you I've never seen anyone belly ache like you were belly aching about having to fast. I was so hungry. So <laughs> it was hungry. like four hours in, Twenty's like, I've never been this hungry before in my life, Dukes.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to Arby's the second I get off the gurney. <laughs> so that's another interesting thing. Okay. When I came to, they gave me a Diet Coke and a bag of Cheez-Its, which is very nice. They know I was you. Super excited. For. You would have done that for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I was not surprisingly, I was not that hungry. It's
2: because he had all the stuff in you, the yeah. chemicals to put you out. You Usually, people get nauseous after they have that stuff.
1: Yeah, I literally ate a half a bag of the Cheez-Its, and I mean, I ate the rest slowly, but. Like I thought I'd be able to pummel them because I was so hungry, but right. when I woke up, I just was not hungry. Maybe I that's the key. Ma- of, I was thirsty.
2: You key to dieting—you just got to go there and have them dope you up every once in a while, and you won't eat. <laughs> yeah,
1: excuse me. I think me. it works perfectly. Back for you to knock me out so I don't eat today. <laughs> they kept offering
2: me shit the whole time I was there. They're like, "Do you want this? You want that? You want this? You want that?" I'm like, "No, I just I will take care of my food and my beverage when I get out of here. Please let me leave, and then yeah. that will be all I want."
1: Yeah, I was. They got me out of there quick too. Once I was awake, I was out of they there. They probably wanted you out of there minutes. quick.
2: <laughs> yeah. This bottom-heavy dope head is really giving. Us a bunch of problems. Get them
1: the fuck out of here. Surprisingly, I was. If out of the seven people I saw, I might have been the. I wasn't the smallest one, but I was. Yeah, in I, the bottom I, half.
2: I feel real bad for those people. I, I mean, I just don't think anyone. They, they must not think anyone on earth keeps himself in shape because yeah. everyone I saw, myself included, was overweight um well so they're the ones having the health problems yeah. like you're it's too early for you to be going in for a colonoscopy but you haven't taken care of yourself that's why you gotta go in. now i mean i forgot how many polyps i had but i remember when i was jackson polyps they gave me the world record title holder <laughs> yeah uh, i brought the piece of paper in here and showed it to you and there were some yeah. angry looking quaddo motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. on there and they scraped them all out uh, how many polyps were the total only two and they that, were not that big you know what that is very surprising you got to get some props for that yeah only two they're gonna start calling them only two tour
1: that's, <laughs> that's his nickname around these parts um what did they say about the fist size hemorrhoid so apparently the suppositories uh knocked it back down some uh, i he, i have something else what a revolting, going on by the way this is supposed to be a food top conversation we're gonna
2: get to the food um i might never eat again <laughs> this is what i need to diet is just to do this segment it's with ant-man every day there, there, there's something else
1: feet. that's not a hemorrhoid that is almost like a that's little a, pocket a that fistula fills. yeah maybe i can't remember what he called it's it probably a fistula
2: um a lot of times those are up there yeah and, um, so they found some stuff up there, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and that's where the you know the the issues are more most likely coming from. He said those will just you know he'll keep an eye on them. I'll probably go back in five to ten years, depending on five to my, ten years how my body reacts. Wow, and then, I got the I got the old three year comeback oh man! they want to see me immediately well that's because you were jackson polyps i was jackson
2: polyps now do they give you the everything's cancer free or do you got away for the biopsy i uh, he sent him
1: away for biopsies i should know next week
2: yep i got uh that was the i got a written letter from my doctor saying you're cancer free and i have it on my fr- refrigerator oh nice <laughs> i was very happy especially after i was dubbed jackson polyps yeah. <laughs> and everybody everybody said that as i was walking out the door um, well, that's good. Yeah. Well, uh, well, it sounds like overall in a positive experience, then, except for the ankle you know, issue.
1: Yeah. I mean, overall, it was probably I was th- the most nervous about this because I haven't been put o- under or anything since I got clean. Um, and I was really nervous if my body was going to be able to handle anything like that. And it was so smooth and easy process. Dude,
2: I mean, it's like riding a plane. Like, there's way more anxiety involved because you read all the disasters are such a big, like Bill Paxton dies while he's going under. Everyone freaks out like, I'm going to die. But they just, I mean, how many colonoscopies do you think they did that day? Oh, a ton of them. They had 16 after me. I asked the motherfucker. I said, how many more colonoscopies? He goes, oh, we have 16 today. And I was like, i'm so glad i host talk shows (laughs) like i'd rather hang windows or do whatever Tor does
1: yeah one every 30 minutes i mean that's it's crazy they're cranking them in. they're just piping out people's assholes yeah it's crazy but everybody there was nice so you know i won't be as nervous next time i don't like the fact that you have a healthier asshole than i do i know
2: that that's (laughs) bums me out
1: (laughs) i was surprised by that
2: i've never had a needle in my dick yeah well Thank you. I've, 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 I've <laughs> I been called needle that. dick by women when I pull down my pants, but that's, and by my father, which is very weird. <laughs>
1: oh.
2: Now, I see the giant McDonald's cup, so it appears, now, I got a, a big weepy tweet from you, or, or text, I'm going on a diet, it's time for the life change, Dukes, this is it for me, New Leaf, but I see a monster McDonald's
1: cup there. Yeah, I, well, I had to stop and get a drink on the way in. I still have a $25 McDonald's gift card that I need to burn up. Ah, so who gave you that? Um, I, I don't know.
2: Probably me. Yeah. I've given you a lot you of fast food gift Kathy. cards over the years. Yeah. Kathy should not be giving you no McDonald's gift cards. Yeah. I, I probably You ever thought maybe Kathy wants you dead? maybe it's possible of all the food gift cards tour what do me. you think i mean if kathy is sitting there seeing ant-man's condition she's giving him mcdonald's gift cards like my wife would never give me a mcdonald's gift card <laughs> I,
3: I think she would have taken care
1: of him by now you think so just yeah. pillow to the face it not like he could stop her <laughs> it would have yeah, been over seriously. by
2: now she's in way better shape than you now <laughs> yeah. bro i'd
1: get winded so quick
2: <laughs> i'm not walking the dog like getting a little fresh air a little exercise these two old women blow past me i mean oh, no. just fucking woof on either side and they're doing the bit where they're doing that weird woman grab the air bit and i'm like oh that's so lame but then i realize, oh i can't walk as fast as these bitches they're, they're way too fast for me they're in way better shape than i am for walking around the circle so now when i pop out to walk the dog around we have a big circle in our, our neighborhood i walk the dog around the circle i gotta like look left and look right to make sure i don't see nobody because i'm gonna get lapped if i do it's so embarrassing short stubby fat legs all right <laughs> um we haven't talked at all about any food yet we've just talked about ant man's oh i just spilled the uh, coke yeah. oh, we're good we're good no big deal we can get that in a second let me just hit the sounder
3: this is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Duke Show.
2: Not my strongest performance this morning, boys. I'm a little discombobulated, <laughs> as we discussed on the first part of the show. I apologize. Hey, man, good to have you back for the BMI. You're on time for your segment. Yeah. That is to your credit. Tori
1: might need to print out this audio sheet again <laughs> one more time. Uh, what is on the menu for today, my friend? Well, today, I, I kind of went in a, a little different direction. It was not a anything I had to cook. But it was a new item that they have at possibly my new favorite grocery store, Aldi. That's your new favorite grocery store? Just because they have all kinds of crazy stuff Dude, you're in a there. simp. All, all, Aldi I, is the lowest of the low rates. It's rate. uh, the worst. Uh, Aldi's the worst. I hate Aldi. Uh, <laughs> well, I,
2: I, again, I would rather go, here's what I'd rather have happen to me, Tor. Say, you have to shop at Shoppers or a food warehouse for the rest of your life, and then every day you're going to give Ant-Man a colonoscopy. <laughs> every single day for the rest of your life.
3: My and granddad go- goes to Aldi because it's so cheap, and then it's just a family of, of Yeah, but of so it's skin. Dollar
2: Tree, dude. You shop yeah, at but,
1: Dollar Tree? No, I, but they, I don't I know. did when I was strung yeah. out. I used to go get the microwave dinners from Dollar Tree. Oh my, no wonder you need a colonoscopy at 39 years old. So I actually went there to try to find some of that cheese I talked about on the last BMI. You
2: usually go there looking for cheese from what I've heard.
1: Yeah. Um, and I stumbled across a new Cajun spicy crab dip. Okay. At Aldi? At Aldi. Oof. All and right. it, it's, it comes in, you know, like the little dip container. It was only 2.79. dollars oh, So wow. I'm giving it a five for that because... Crab dip is usually pretty expensive. Generally,
2: when you want crab, uh, Tor, I don't know about you, you want the cheapest crab you can possibly find, and from Aldi if you can get it.
1: Yeah, that sounds
3: <laughs> terrible. That sounds like the worst,
1: the, the worst well, possible dip ever. Well, let me get to it. Okay. It had nice size lumped chunks of crab. I bet. The the dip, uh, it was a good amount of the dip. It was two seventy nine. It was actually pretty healthy for you. The the spicy for you. I mean. Compared to everything else, I eat. Okay, that's a fair comparison. Um, this turpentine is <laughs> generally better than what else I usually <laughs> eat. It's considered uh, healthy. Yeah, on the on the uh, on the container, it recommended crackers or dipping chips. Mm. I went with the Ritz crackers. Um, not healthy for you. No, the cra- somehow Ritz crackers they inject butter into the cracker. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> They're so good. though. I'm not a big Ritz cracker guy. Uh, that, that might be one of my favorite crackers. Is the Triscuits. Worst. I usually oh, go with the Trisket for the,
2: just charcuterie purposes. Yeah.
1: Um, but the dip, the, the spicy dip actually had a little bit of a kick to it. It wasn't overwhelming to where somebody like me couldn't enjoy it, but it wasn't such a little amount of spice that you were like, oh, all right, well, where's the spice? Um, well said. Yeah. I'm, I'm, look, man. <laughs> I know you're un- are you are You're unconscious yeah. recently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for the flavor, I gave it a 3.5 because okay. I've had better and I've had way worse. Uh, for the price point of two I'm giving it a 5. I mean, you're not going to find crab dip anywhere else for that cheap. For Probably for a good reason. And uh, over, overall rating, I'm giving it a 4. A 4 for the Aldi Spicy Cajun Crab Dip. It was, it was, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Can I ask you why you found yourself in an Aldi? Because uh, I was trying to go find the cheese from the St. Patrick's. Oh, All right, cheese. you said that. Yeah. Tor, I
2: went to Aldi for my first time. I think we talked about it on the show.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, they they do cheese advent calendars at Aldi, and it's the only place you can get them. So I've ever since I've, I've filed that away, and just for snack purposes, to talk about on the show and what have you. I was like, I need to go to an Aldi. There's one right down the street. When I tell you, I was the the moment I walked in, I was so incredibly depressed for one of two reasons. One is that it existed. Two, how many people were shopping there. And three, that it was America. Like, if you would have told me that this was third world country, okay, fine. You know, this is perfectly acceptable. I I just have such high standards for what we do here in the contiguous United States. I don't know about Alaska and Hawaii. that I just And it's in Fairfax. You know, it's one of the richest counties in the country. I don't want to sound bougie, but I I think... They just put shit out in in cardboard boxes. Like, I don't know if Aldi is a nationwide grocery store that people have out in Phoenix or if they're listening to Kansas, all all the Delaware feud that we got, blood feud going up north. But Aldi puts out, and it's all their own brand shit from what I can tell. They just put out boxes of
3: garbage and (laughs) Ant-Man's walk around picking through it. It's like their gimmick. That's like what Aldi's kind of
1: known for is just having boxes on boxes and nothing's like properly shelved. And and you got to pay for, you got to put your 25 cents in the cart so that you don't steal your cart because you can't get your quarter back if you don't put the cart back in and link it to the what? cart. What? Yeah, so to get a shopping cart, you have to put a quarter and unhook it, and your quarter's like, you could see it, but it's stuck there. And but then to a, get your quarter back, you got to link it back into the chain of grocery cart.
2: Yeah, but who is going to, if you want to steal a grocery cart, is it not worth a quarter to you?
1: Exactly. That's a dumb, stupid... I mean, but it although is. although if you're shopping at Aldi, a quarter might be <laughs> that is low. a quarter <laughs> could probably
2: buy you a, a bag of ramen at that pile of <laughs> yeah. shit. Gigantore, I can't tell you the last time I went into a grocery store and left without buying anything. I don't know that it's ever happened and it happened when I went to Aldi.
1: Have you ever been into that new place, Lidl? Lidl? Yeah, there's no. it, it's in the where the shoppers used to be in Burke and there's a couple of them, but that's it's not it's not like Aldi at all i guess it's a german grocery store that's coming here
2: um all right ant man do you have any sides i heard there was oh excuse me not sides what is it called dollar menu items i love the dollar menu items. well hold on a second let's make sure that we are properly sounding correctly for the segment
3: this is the body mass index on the chad duke show with ant man
1: (laughs) what's on that dollar menu ant man So starting on March 11th, and I think this should have been going on for a long time, but Chipotle is adding a quesadilla to its menu.
2: I feel like this is a reoccurring story tour where there is just, um, we get the, Chipotle is adding queso, Chipotle is adding a quesadilla every six to eight months.
3: It's all, it's it's a snoozer to me. I'm not, I'm a Moe's guy, so it's not, didn't make the joke. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I love I love Moe's uh, Southwest Burritos as well. Uh, Chipotle is the most overrated fast-food place in America, in my opinion. Yep. But I do love quesadillas. But I yeah. I know I've had a quesadilla from
1: Chipotle. Did they take it off the menu and now they're adding it? I don't know. From the article that I read, it sounds like this is going to be the first time that it's an official item. I guess you could have gotten them made while oh, you were there. You could that's request possible. that they make the quesadilla but this will be an actual menu item now.
2: Moe's Fixins bar top notch. Also the uh, chips and queso they have at Moe's is exceptional. And I uh, I like their rice too. I find like the chipotle rice in the burrito, they just pack it 75% full of rice with a little bit of carne asada or whatever. Moe's gives you a nice rice uh, ratio.
3: The only time I'll really go and search out like soda uh at a restaurant is moe's because they have that peach tree soda Mm. and it's a delicious like peach soda that comes right out of their little mixer fountain it's it's delicious it's fantastic they have
2: some peach options in the coke freestyle machines you should explore if you are into the peach sodas uh there was a peach coca-cola a ways back that was just horrible coke does a really bad job of um whenever they give over their soda to a flavor they just completely boot out any Coca-Cola flavor. It just becomes like a peach soda. That's one of the things I like about um, the Wild Cherry Pepsi. Wild Cherry Pepsi to me is the perfect fruit cola because you get equal parts cola, equal parts wild cherry.
1: Yeah. In my opinion. I'm not. I'm not big into the cherry colas. I don't know why. That's weird. Um, what about the I, Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero? I do like those. That is the premium like diet soda. It's Of course, they immediately
3: got rid of it. They
2: yeah. booted it on down the road.
3: Uh, Tor, do you have anything on the dollar menu? I have a couple things on the dollar menu here. And uh, as I've already proclaimed, I am, a, I guess, a soldier in the chicken wars. So I did uh, made a, make a, um, an effort to try a new chicken sandwich that was debuted.
2: I did think it's funny that you said a soldier in the chicken wars when it's been called the chicken sandwich wars. And I like oh. that you started. <laughs> no, no, I, I prefer soldier in the chicken wars. As you know, so, the chicken
3: sandwich wars is a blog creation that makes me want to d- drink cyanide. Uh, I went to uh, McDonald's recently, and oh. uh, I know that they rolled out their new uh, crispy chicken sandwiches to try to
1: combat Popeye. Was that man and- leaving or arriving at the McDonald's <laughs> when you got there? I, I think I might have seen Tor. Tor, what's he doing that that my, here? I already s- bought it all. Yeah, that was my second trip of the day. <laughs> <laughs> They're out of Diet Coke and fish follows. <laughs> 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 I'm interested to see what he thinks about these, though, because I've looked at them. And Don't I just you be ordering
2: <laughs> no Fish-Fallows, Tor. I already got them all. <laughs>
1: I Man, that sounds like an amazing lunch. Oh. <laughs> this <is> the worst. <laughs> I, I got
3: both the uh, the crispy chicken, the spicy crispy chicken sandwich, and the regular crispy si- si- uh, crispy chicken sandwich. Uh, they were both four dollars. Uh, the spicy uh, was the better of the two. Always is, as, as it had the I, I don't know what type of spicy sauce they had on it. Uh, it's still common. The <laughs> I'm the, guessing the chicken itself uh, still average at best. Yeah, the bun. Average at best. So the spicy, because it had a little bit of spice and they had the pickles on it, I can give that a three out of five. Uh, And it was $4, you know, so they have to match that Popeye's price point of their $4 chicken sandwich. The regular. Here's where it really gets disappointing. Uh, There was nothing on it. There was no sauce, no nothing on it. hmm. Uh, It was a dry piece of chicken with two pickles on it, and it was a two (coughs) out of five. There was nothing... Uh, They try to do what Chick-fil-A does, where they don't need sauce on the chicken sandwich.
2: Yeah, but the Chick-fil-A chicken is such a superior variety. And also, I have to say that at this point, the Chick-fil-A bun is so Mm -hmm. superior to a standard McDonald's bun. And they pickle brine their chicken. I, does McDonald's pickle brine their chicken before they fry it? There's
1: no shot in hell that chicken was dry. Yeah, and it was just it was it, you just needed something else on it, and they, and they didn't have it. It's the basic bun. They don't use like the seeded bun or anything no, it's, special. It, it's not like the McChicken or the McDouble bun. It's it's like
3: right in between that good hot you know puffed up bun and mm-hmm. then the, the the trash bun that they give you on the dollar menu stuff. Uh, it was. Just a, a normal bun for a chicken sandwich. It, nothing special about either of these items.
2: Ant-Man told me that his favorite show on the Disney app right now is the Ham and Swiss Family Robinson.
3: <laughs> that sounds delicious.
2: I don't know what that has to do with <laughs> anything. but
1: I, I feel like if you're going to come out with a new chicken sandwich with all the chicken sandwiches, you should at least try to make it good. And to hear that it's that disappointing is kind of sad. I don't know. I think they really went after the McDonald's marks and they said,
3: OK, you guys are going to Popeye's for your your Good chicken sandwiches. You guys are going to Chick Fil A. Here's something for you. Go ahead, eat this up, and then I don't know if they are. I can't imagine that this is. <clears throat> this was not more satisfying than a McChicken for me.
2: After he told me about his favorite show, he said his second favorite movie on the Disney Plus app was the Pirates of the B, uh, Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. The drive-through line at Taco Bell all the time
3: because <laughs> he's always at the line. Yeah. See? <laughs>
2: <laughs> parts of the Caribbean, the drive through line at Taco Bell all the time. <laughs> Long way to go. Long way to go on that one.
3: Oh, that's a lot of fun. <clears throat> I do also have a news story. Oh! Which is uh Beyond Meat, which is the. Oh, for fuck's yeah, sake. It's a plant-based product. What are you doing?
2: Um. <laughs> You're you so polluted. You're polluting our segment.
3: It made me laugh because um, the article said they signed a multi-year contract with McDonald's. So I thought they, what? Fr- they phrased it like it was like a free agent signing. Oh my god! So, oh my so really god! Uh, a multi-year contract uh, for the Mc- is this where we're at now at this point <laughs> for the McPlant burger? Oh my! So god. That's coming to McDonald's from the McPlant me. burger. <laughs> that sounds awful. That is
2: the worst
3: and then uh, beyond meat is also signed in with the uh, uh, with um, Taco Bell, KFC and Pizza Hut for their non-meat based products to come later in the future. But right now the big signing is beyond meat to McDonald's and beyond meat and the Impossible brand really the two big in the The in
2: McPlant the- burger. Can you imagine how disappointing it would be if they signed the McAnt burger? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, do you know what a bust that would be? That would be a terrible
1: burger. I <laughs> mean <laughs> like the Achilles Smith of burgers, <laughs> Cade McNown of cheeseburgers. <laughs> hey man you don't like any of them fake burgers um i've i've had one that i liked uh the the but is it the bubba burgers that makes the bubble burger? not bubble what's the one you told me to try uh, oh you're talking about the Boca burgers the Boca burgers right but
2: that's just out of the freezer aisle i'm talking about like all these places now that you go to to buy burgers they all have like a substitute i think i had one at glory days it was pretty good actually they brought one around for me to try Uh, and it just tasted like, you know, it didn't taste as good as a cheeseburger, but it tasted fine enough.
1: Yeah. I haven't tried one yet. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll try something for next week. Did
2: they tell you about not eating as much red meat when you got your colonoscopy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing they said to me.
1: Yep. Not as much red meat. I need to watch how much grease food I intake. Grease food. Yeah. And, uh... (laughs) there was something else man it was i was in such a daze when the doctor was talking to me john revolta down. shows up in a leather jacket
2: he just brings you a tray of food i can't
1: take. i can eat this food man i can't
2: do it john take it away from me please no more grease food just a bunch of malts
3: <laughs> that's
2: hilarious you just can't go to the, you can't go to the drive-thru you can't go to the soda jerk yeah. you just can't do that do you think
3: sold it a sock hop
2: <laughs> exactly can't, if a dance break, a dance card breaks out, you this can't have anything the body to eat. Mass
3: Index on the Chad Duke Show.
2: No more drag racing for Ant Man while he's having burgers and fries. Boys, this is big. You know how I feel about Burger King. Uh, I am not a fan, but uh, for a limited time through April nineteenth, the sourdough king is back at Burger King. I do like the new throwback uh, imaging and marketing and logo work. It looks very cool. It's like nineteen seventies there. Um... The reason why I think this is a big deal, first of all, quarter pound flame-grilled beef patty, uh, thick-cut bacon, American cheese, ketchup, and up here it is, the ubiquitous mayo on a toasted sourdough bread. Um, Apparently, it's going to be on the Burger King, two for 10 meals, so you can mix and match, which includes the Whopper chicken fries, original chicken sandwich, big fish sandwich, Ant-Man. Nice. And the single sourdough king. It'll also be available in Double. The Sourdough Jack at Jack in the Box. is my favorite Jack in the Box burger. Uh, There is no Jack in the Box out here, but there there was out west. Um, Sourdough burgers are great. I love them, especially when there's a couple of slices of bacon on there. Uh, I don't know what it is. I like sourdough bread, but it seems to really complement it. There's always a lot of butter on the sourdough. Uh, I think that that's something that I would like to see a burger place that I really do like. Like, I would love for five guys to try a sourdough yep. burger, you know, or one of those, amazing. you know, like not a fast food, but a fast casual burger joint habit burger someplace like that. Um, I, I just I love it. And I it's always bums me out. Like, I wish every place that had burgers would sell a patty melt and everybody would sell a sourdough burger and whenever they have one if it's a fast food place or a sit-down place i always get one because i just think it's a great combination
1: i wish they were more commonplace i guess is the theme of this story i think bgr actually has the sourdough burger i'm not 100 like i had such a check. bad
2: experience with bgr i mean it's just so expensive and mm-hmm. i just don't think the quality is because i don't mind people bitch about five guys price but i know when i go to five guys i'm gonna enjoy the shit out of my meal like it's the same thing i don't mind paying for shit i enjoy um, especially if it's quality, but I don't, I don't want to pay eighteen dollars for a burger just because, you know, uh, Five Guys can get away with charging me eighteen dollars. That's why I don't like Freddy's. You go into Freddy's and Freddy's is the same price as Five Guys, and they give you half the size of the burger, shoestring fries, and I'm somehow hungry when I walk out after spending eighteen bucks.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Freddy's not. Freddy's definitely could make bigger burgers. They're expensive. BGR is pretty expensive as well. Really expensive. Some of their burgers uh, at BGR, they have one, um, the, the cheddar bacon burger. Uh, It has something else on it. I can't remember right now, but it's Did you ask
2: about the brain holes when they went up in your ass?
1: Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) I should have. Maybe I'll have them do a a brain scan next time. Tor,
2: Uh this man can't put a sentence together. Do you feel bad at all yet for slamming him on the ground in the beach house
1: and clearly ruining his life? Yes, I have. I I still feel bad about it. Hey, man, have we contacted any representation for you? Uh, Not yet, but my memory is getting worse. It is? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've really been struggling these past few weeks. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> and when I'm telling you I'm forgetting stuff at work that I normally would not, it just would not, I wouldn't forget it. Are like, you going to? scheduling gonna... and like stuff like that. Like I had an appointment the other day, and it just I just looked at the calendar, saw the appointment. So my boss called and asked me to do something. I went to help him out and totally forgot that I was supposed to be going to an appointment.
2: Hey, man, I'm not a litigious person, but you slipped and fell and cracked your head open. And went out cold because of their negligence. Yeah. Like, have you looked into some resources there?
1: I, I have talked to. Te- well, I've mentioned it. You talked to Hot Man? Yeah. Well, good luck.
2: Uh, no, I can't come out.
1: <laughs> so. That's how the conversation
2: went.
0: No, I, I, we're not friends.
2: Oh, uh, well, I'm a fiance, dude. Tor was there. We got him in the back the other night. He came up here to host the uh, WandaVision show, which was fun. And he came out on a weeknight. Clearly, if it's about Marvel, he'll come out. Yeah. We said, Ted, why won't you come out at all anymore for anything? And he said, I'm really busy. And I said, well, what are you really busy with? And he said, well, I have a fiance. And that was it. It's the only thing he listed. But I still don't think it's her fault. I I think it's him just being so obsessed with the relationship that he won't for a second, like allow himself because of that one fateful night where he got drunk at Whole Foods and then booty called her up and she came over (laughs) and he was passed out in front of the Wolverine. I think that he's had a hangover from that ever since that moment. That's why he won't hang out. Well, didn't he think he
3: was going to die alone at one point?
2: Yeah, he told that really sad story that I regret laughing at as much as I did, where he pulled his car into the garage, mm-hmm. closed the garage, and he didn't say he was going to kill himself, but he kind of inferred it because yeah. he was in the garage, in the car, with the car running, and he said, this is all it is. It'll never get any better than this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, then I, I'll give him a pass. If you're if you're down bad like that, you get a little bit of a pass from me.
2: Yeah, but you're putting here's my problem. Thor mm-hmm. is that she might leave. You know, she like she might you you can't
1: rely on somebody to fix you. You've got to fix you. And and even if she doesn't leave, like at some at what point is it like you just want to get away and and have a knight to yourself I don't think he does so I think you're looking at it from your perspective
2: I've, I've thought about this a lot we're looking at it from our perspective like Tor hates getting strangled out by chicks so he's not going to be able to understand where Ted is Ted wants that he he wants a care he doesn't want a partner he wants a caretaker and I think that's why he's happy and he keeps saying that over and over again he goes I'm happy I'm happy I'm happy I'm like okay that's yeah, fine
1: that makes sense
2: now if he was happy if he was shooting you know dope between his toes and saying well it makes me happy I'm like well that's still not okay but what, what are you gonna do here like yeah she ain't beating him as far as yeah. we know yeah you know it's instant family we know he wants that
0: yeah
1: I think it it may be different too once they live together because right now they're, they're not under the same for roof. her well <laughs> I think it's gonna be different for her yeah because
2: that's the X factor. She's a normal person, and he's autistic. Yeah,
1: that is true. That's t- uh,
2: you don't need to write that down. He, that's, he says that. Yeah. He okay, says he I'll, has autism.
3: Just try to do my due diligence. I appreciate yeah. that. I'm not
2: poking fun. I'm saying that Ted, I have spent a week at a time with Ted at the beach. Shit happens that you can't even explain. <laughs> <Yes>. Like <laughs> I have put all of the plastic bags from the week into a bag tour, and I've held them up in front of Ted's face and said, Ted, I'm taking these home to recycle them. Don't do anything with them. And then I have watched him 10 minutes later, pick them up, walk them downstairs and put them in the trash. I, I can't explain that. And that's one week. Can you imagine all that stuff? Big Rick says every single morning, he takes an hour long shit. Could you live <laughs> with someone that every single morning they shit for a full hour?
1: Oh, you, gotta get and up you And you know, and do he doesn't 30 do, or something. I guess yeah, and that's he way. doesn't do that when she stays over. There's no way. So you think he's going to be a two hour shit the next day? You think it builds up? Maybe. Maybe he's running out to the woods on his run, but he can't. I mean. Also, the doctor keeps telling
2: him like his hips don't work and his knees don't work and he needs to stop running and he just won't because that's what he needs to do. That's his pattern. Tell
3: him to swim. Yeah, I, I'm what, with you. That's what Joe Thomas
2: did. His, his joints were all messed up. Swim's great. Yeah, swimming's yeah, great. I think swimming's probably the best exercise for you, isn't yeah. it? He uses the whole body. your whole body, yeah. Or how about this? Buy a goddamn, what, what is that thing? The Peloton? Elliptical, yeah.
1: Anything. You can buy
2: a Peloton. Go buy the best Peloton on the market. Buy three of them in case you don't <laughs> like the first two. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ted. I love him to death, but he's his own worst enemy, uh, at least in my opinion. All right. Well, that was good. Anybody else have any more stuff? I, I have one more story. Oh, one more?
3: Yeah. We got time for one more, amen man it's like
1: talking food. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Duke Show. Also, we spent the first half talking about your asshole. That's true. Yeah. So right now in Fullerton, California, Taco Bell is testing deep fried cheese curds. Now, hopefully they make it this way i love cheese curds the, great. the image of them while i know it's not going to be exactly what they come what come looking like from taco bell they look amazing the deep fried cheese curds uh the, it looks like they have a cheddar and a mozzarella flavor that they're going to be testing and you Know hopefully it makes it to the market because I love their nacho cheese fries and I think Taco Bell could crush a cheese curd.
2: It's gonna surprise you. Um, not in favor of this. Uh, cheese curds are like kind of a, a Midwest northern Wisconsin style food, it really doesn't have anything to do with Mexican food. I like Taco Bell, I don't mind when they get creative when they have like their naked taco or their you know crazy chalupas, Mexican pizzas. So like, there's not clearly it's they're making this stuff up too, but a cheese curd doesn't belong at Taco Bell. It belongs like at Carver's. Also, this is going to surprise you, man. I'm not big on fried cheese curds. I oh wow. I love cheese curds. Like the squeaky cheese curds that come out of the bag. Like we used to go to Wisconsin uh, when I was a kid after Door County and you would always buy a couple bags of cheese curds and put them in a cooler because you couldn't get them down here. Like now you can go to Wegmans and buy cheese curds. But um, the, the cheese curd as a whole as a snack I love, but it almost feels like too oily and too much, and almost I, you can feel yourself dying as you're eating them. I like food that's bad for you that you actually don't feel too bad about eating.
1: Yeah, cheese curds, you definitely do feel bad about eating. Um, Especially fried cheese curds. It, it, yeah, they're, they're not healthy.
2: Look, you enjoy what you enjoy. I just, for me, that one kind of jumped off, eh, I don't know about that fit. Now, if they're delicious, I'm sure they'll sell a billion of
1: them. Yeah, the fit probably isn't the greatest, and I agree with that. Well, you're not going to be but, fit if you eat those. No. I know that. But but being that the, the two Taco Bells I go to, well, I take that back. Two of the three are the Taco Bell KFC things. I think the cheese curds could go pretty well with the. You're KFC such food a items. depressing rotation. I don't even. When I see a KFC and
2: Taco Bell, I just drive right by it and I think, thank God, I'm not going in there for food. They just are so sad to me.
3: I, I uh, on the cheese curds. I would rather have no cheese curd than a mediocre one. I think that's a, it's a it's a snack that should be reveled in its glory, and if you're going to give me a mediocre one, a fast food one, I'm just going to deny it, because there's so many fond memories with good cheese curds.
2: Good cheese curds right out of the bag, just having them in the fridge and then pulling them out, I I, I love them so much. I don't, I just, there comes a point, I like some of the decadent stuff, and I feel like it all came from state fairs, like we're going to deep fry Oreos and Twinkies, like that's all commonplace now, everything is covered in flaming Hot Cheetos crust, I, I don't know when that started, I don't know when it'll end, um... I just don't know how much more you can do. Like I don't know how much more fun funfetti we can inject into a cupcake. You know I don't know how much more everything bagel spice we can put on top of uh, laundry detergent. It's just it's it's a it's over. As much as I enjoy talking about the stuff and trying some of it, it just feels like it's overkill at some point. I, I hate to keep using the Five Guys analogy. When I walk into a place tour and I see they have burger, fry, milkshake, uh, soda. I'm like, oh, this month, this place knows what they're doing. And I, I just feel like that, especially the barbecue joint. One of the reasons why I like Monk's so much is Monk's doesn't have 750 things on the menu. Yeah. They have like four or five things, and they do them all really, really well, and there's probably a special of the day. So I get what you're saying, that, man. I'm not shitting on the story. But I like going into a place and knowing I'm gonna what they make is really good, and it's not gimmicky. And I feel like Taco Bell and Burger King right now are the two places that just gimmick the hell out of their food.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with that. Are you going to be all right? Yeah, you're hosting a segment. I I know. I I I did. I'm struggling. What? Oh man. Now I'm going to talk to you off the. Air. I, I had a a, a blank what? out right there. A blank out? Yeah, I just I, I lost my train of thought. Are your
2: parents worried about how your senses and your ability to communicate seem to be degrading? Yeah, my dad is.
1: Oh, he is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pointed said it said out something to me. Yeah. What did he say? Well, because he asked me to go get something, and I went to the kitchen to get it, and I came back with a soda. <laughs> I completely forgot that he sent me to get something. <laughs> it's just not good. <laughs> oh my god, this sucks. That <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you're selfish and lazy. Yeah, but I—it was something for both of us. It wasn't like just—it was something to complete our business taxes. And I just walked right by it, grabbed soda, and walked right back. And right. then when he said, "Where is the paper?" I was like. What are you talking about? How come you haven't forgotten that you like soda? Well, because... Like,
2: wouldn't that be useful? Like, you could forget that you like soda?
1: Yeah, but I, as long as I always have one in my hand, I won't forget that I like it. Okay. All right, excellent. Hey, uh, man, you, you showed up today, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yep, thank you. That's and all I'm good for. Well, you were prepared. You were <laughs> yeah. prepared, too.
2: We, we got to get those brain holes looked into. Yeah, yeah for sure.
0: All right.
3: <sighs> Tor, I don't know how to get out of this. Help me. I don't know. I gave him a parachute with the Pringles over there if he... In case
2: oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we do have no. some... Let's do uh, that.
1: Some Scorch Hot Cheddar Pringles.
2: All right, so you got, you brought these in for us to try. These are new Pringles. Yep. Right? And
1: I got the uh, Scorch and Hot Barbecue-flavored Pringles.
2: I've always been kind of mystified why there's not more spicy barbecue-flavored fill-in-the-blank. Whenever there's a spicy barbecue sauce... Uh, to purchase, I will generally give that a go for those reasons. Thank you, Tor. I'm going to start with the barbecue flavor. Now, Mike, I'm going to call my shot and say that these taste like Pringles because all (laughs) Pringles just taste like Pringles to me. All right. It does say new on them. I do like the imaging on the package. Um, apparently, this is not recycled, recyclable. And this is the cheddar. All right. These are the only two flavors available, right, man.
1: Yeah, these are the only two that I've seen. They may have others, but there was a large display of scorching hot, and this was all I found.
2: Anyone like to go first? Um,
1: I know you
3: don't have a big fandom of Pringles, Dukes, but I think that the sour cream and onion Pringle is a top three chip in my book. These are fantastic to me. I think – I. The barbecue tastes like barbecue, but it also had heat. And the cheddar tasted like the cheddar Pringles, but it also had some heat to it. I could feel it. I felt it. These cans could get annihilated right now. I, I really, I'm actually very impressed and surprised
1: by these. All right. Uh Amen. So I agree with Tor that the barbecue flavor has a barbecue flavor and is hot. I totally disagree with the cheddar. The cheddar just tastes like uh, hot. I, I can't taste the cheddar at all. But it is spicy i do like that they're not like some weak flavored they're not i've definitely had hotter chips but these do have a little kick to them but i enjoyed the barbecue one I, i'm not sure if i'm a big fan of the cheddar one though
2: okay um first of all tor i don't want um when i characterize pringles the way i do i don't want them to sound like i don't like pringles gotcha. uh, i very much like pringles when do you remember what you know what Oline is i do not about 15 to 20 years ago there was this product called olestra and um, it was called, they refined it down, I believe it was called Olean. And basically what they were able to do was a fake fat. So they would put it into Pringles and they would put it in Doritos and a few other chips. They were called Wow Chips. And they basically made regular Pringles taste like, they, they were regular Pringles, but they were fat-free. When we thought that fat was all that mattered than calories and sodium all that stuff that mattered. Now, it gave you violent diarrhea, so they pulled it off the market. <laughs> but I used to pummel the crap out of it. I think it's why my stomach is as messed up as it is now, is I used to just crush that stuff. Pringles were in heavy rotation back then. They had the barbecue and the sour cream and onion, the regular flavor in the O'Lean. I'm with you. I, I think sour cream and onion Pringles are very good. But any type of non sour cream or ranch flavored Pringles, barbecue, spicy, cheddar, all of them, they all taste the same. I don't know because the chip has a very distinct taste, but I love the stackable. I love the duck. I love, I love it all. Neither one of these are spicy, first of all. You, bo- you both are nuts. Um, there's no heat at all on either one of these. And I, look, I'm used to seeing things that say spicy and they're not. If you say scorching hots, <laughs> I should have some sort of a tingle, some sort of a pushback. You know, you should be screaming while I'm dragging you down the alley, at least, if you know what I mean. It's There's fair. none of that. There's none of it. Um, Ant-Man is out of his fucking mind. The cheddar flavor is way more pronounced than the barbecue flavor. I get the barbecue and I get the cheddar in both. But actually, I threw the cheddar in. I said, wow, this actually is a very cheesy chip. And I wasn't expecting that from A, a Pringle and B, a Scorching Hot Pringle. So I need you to go to the emergency room. <laughs> um, these are good. I like these. I would eat these. If Tor brought these into the studio and said, "Dukes, so I brought some chips, I'd be like, oh, good. Unlike, you know, when my wife brings home regular Lay's and I'm like, well, you clearly don't <laughs> want me to eat these. Um, but there, there's nothing scorching hot about them, and I'm judging both of you for trying to sit here and perpetrate like there is, because I think maybe you want people to think you eat spicy food, and you don't. You clearly don't like spicy food. You like Greek yogurt, and that's cool, but don't sit here and say that these are hot, because people that enjoy hot food are then going to try them, based on your recommendation, and then think less of you, and I don't want that.
3: Now, they're not sabritones by any means. They're not takis. They're not They're not in that realm, but on the baseline Pringle, what, what's the spiciest Pringle we got? The pizza?
2: Just because it's spicy for a Pringle doesn't mean it's spicy. My mouth is burning. But you are
1: a giant.
2: (laughs) uh, I'm not even going to finish it. We all know. (laughs) And you're the princess in the pea. You can't take any stimulation whatsoever. You like ice cream. That's the only thing you can take. (laughs) I do like that. Um, They're not bad. I would give them a three. I give both of them a three out of five. And for a Pringle, when I am rating them, that's that's rather high. Tor, what's your score?
3: These are a three, five out of five. I would buy these again if I decided. I These would be a good come home from the bar and just put down the thing. Agreed. Put down the
2: also very good for drunk, dr- not drunk, dr- drunk passengering um, as a <laughs> snack because <laughs> way less crumbs than if you're getting like a bag of chips from the come and go. What yeah. about you, Amy? Yeah, i give the barbecue a three, five and the cheddar a three. All right, fair enough. I think you should try the cheddar again. I think something happened. I I think your brain kind of turned off the uh, the taste buds there for a (laughs) moment.
1: It may have.
3: Make sure you sign up for the Chad Duke Show mailing list on chaddukeshow.com. Be the first to know what's happening on the program and maybe even win a prize or two. We promise we won't fill up your inbox with tasteful nudes. Well, we promise we'll truly make an effort not to.
2: Splendiferous uh, episode Uh, As always if you want to hear the full Episodes that these were on uh, go to Chaddukeshow.com subscribe today it's a couple Of bucks a month and uh, look Cancel your WWE network cancel your Sirius Cancel your Paramount Plus I don't know Uh, you have too many subscription Services as it is we're delivering You unique and original no reruns This is a unique and original content Every day Uh, Then you don't have to listen to political talk Or sports talk because let's be honest Yeesh A couple of things. We're going to be live tonight on Facebook Live, the Chad Duke Show, Friday Night Hootenanny, every Friday night. Well, almost every Friday night, Uh, but certainly this Friday night, our special guest will be none other than Charlie Brews from Fairwinds Brewing. Of course, he is responsible for our brand new beer, the Fortress of Solid Dudes Light Lager. We'll be releasing that Monday out at Fairwinds from 7 to 9. Of course, there is a uh, a limited amount of people that can be inside any building. So try to get there early. If you'd like to come out, wear a mask, all that stuff. But the, the beer will be available on draft, but available in cans, uh, cases, six packs, all types of good stuff. We're going to be giving away an Xbox Series S brand new next gen console to somebody there that night. I hope they like it this time, Tor. That's always embarrassing uh but the hoot tonight should be fun people should go over to facebook.com slash chad duke's show click like and then uh i think there's a little bell icon you can click that too and then when we go live it just kind of pops up on your phone or your laptop or what have you now tor you got to work tomorrow the hoot is aggressive and we're debuting the show beer have you kind of put some thought into how this is going to unfold for you
3: I'm really hoping I can get a big down layer with monks today and get, get nice a, base. Yeah, I need a, a good base from that. And then- can you um, do me a favor mm-hmm. when you can
2: you can you work in a shit at home uh, between that and when we're here? Because your habit now of coming to the studio to take the massive 45 minute dump that you've been saving up, I don't I don't like the schedule we're on right now. Um, well, then don't go down to the second floor God, right now. <laughs> I have to. It's the only place there's a bathroom. So you've already done it? You already got here and did it? Yeah. See, when I, I roll up here and I'm like, I was a few minutes early today and I looked and I saw was already here. I'm like, oh, he's in there working already. We're getting ready. This industrious young man, you're just coming here to defecate.
3: Yeah. And I, it was the second time already today. <laughs> Not here. No, yeah, one at home, one um, here. I come here. I don't know what what's it is. going on with I, you? I get into this building. I take the elevator up, and it just immediately hits me in a wave. I don't know <laughs> if it's nerves. I, I, I'm telling you, I tighten up, and I got to go do it. So you're in here
2: alone, and you have nerves, and you tighten up, and you have to blow it out your ass. Yes. Jesus That's
3: Christ. What, I don't know if it's the smell of the place. There's some type of trigger that I have Pheromone. in this building that, is, that makes me have to take one, and I got I to get Ew. it out.
2: Makes me have to take one would be a terrible name for an episode. (laughs) All right. Well, just please try to leave that at home before you come up here tonight for the hoot nanny. It's going to be a good time, though. So thank you to Charlie and the good people at Fairwinds Brewing. The beer is absolutely delicious. And uh, I think you'll be able to get it. Well, on Monday, moving forward, you'll be able to get it out there at the brewery. Anytime you like, go out and check it out for yourself. Man, it was a big, fat, full week. There was a bonus episode this week. We did a full WandaVision recap. Bonus episode next week, too, by the way. We're going to be doing, um, what is it? Uh, the, uh, the Fortress Film Society. Our movie club is next week as well. That'll be sweet. So it's a good time to subscribe. Go to Chad Duke's show. Dot com and uh, sign up if you don't like it after a month cancel you can do it it's no big deal I don't do that thing where I lock you into a yearly contract if you like it keep going if you don't we part as friends Tor thank you so much brother appreciate you of course thank you to the good people at Monk's Barbecue for sponsoring this fine show being our presenter uh, for the uh, Fortress of Solid Dudes our studio we would have nothing without them and if the good lord is willing and the creeks don't rise we'll meet you back here for the hoot nanny roll out the trash cans